everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for this exceptional panel discussion with several leaders of Behind Our Eyes. We will explore the power of support for writers with disabilities offered through the virtual group Behind Our Eyes. Get ready for another episode full of information, laughter, and new ideas for readers and authors. I'm Dr. Kathy King, and I'm so pleased to welcome you to our show. Unfortunately, our fearless leader, also known as my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil Fisher, has been under the weather this week, and she will be listening in on ACB Media 5, where we are streamed every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. And Cheryl, we're all sending you sunshine, rainbows, and healing energy. We're so fortunate because we know that the Behind Our Eyes panel will provide tremendous opportunity for all of us to learn and engage today. Welcome, Alice, Annie, and Joan. How are all of you today? Hi, Kathy and everyone. We're fine. Thank you. Doing great. Happy to have you with us. It's my pleasure at this point to formally introduce to all of you our Behind Our Eyes panel. Behind Our Eyes is an international nonprofit organization of authors with disabilities. Its mission is to support and inspire the writing of people with disabilities, develop and promote positive public opinion regarding people with disabilities, provide meaningful programming for members through accessible technology, and publish works generated by the group. Today's panel includes President Alice Massa, Book Launch Program Chair and also member at large, Annie Chiapetta, and Readers Workshop Chair and Program Chair, Joan Miles. They will share about Behind Our Eyes, its programs and opportunities, and answer our questions. Let me also mention that Cheryl and I are also pleased to say we are both members of Behind Our Eyes and find great value in it. Today's format is slightly different, and we'll turn it over to the panel for a brief presentation. So pick up your favorite magic wand. It's time to make our dreams come true with virtual writing groups. Take it away, Alice. Thank you, Kathy, and thank you, Cheryl. I know you're listening, and we appreciate this opportunity that both of you have given to Joan, Annie, and to me. On behalf of the writers of Behind Our Eyes, I give my warmest greetings to all of you, the writers of Writing Works Wonders, wherever you are. Good morning, good afternoon, good writing day, and good writing year. We are delighted to be here to share with you information about Behind Our Eyes and also to answer your questions. Despite what the name of our organization may bring to your mind, besides being an organization for writers who are blind and visually impaired, we are also a group that has the distinction of being a group of writers for people with other disabilities as well. 
And so we welcome all to our organization. And we are very fortunate, I believe, in the blindness and community of people who are visually impaired to have a number of options for growth, development as writers, and also to places where we can find fellow writers for support in improving our craft of writing. So we're glad that we are here representing one of those organizations behind our eyes. I'm pleased to say that through the years, our organization has never asked for any dues and our board has no plans in the near future to ask for dues. If you go to our website, which Kathy has posted on the show notes, behindoureyes.org, O-R-G, you will find there that you can go to information about membership. You will find there a membership form. And our website is easily accessible. You can easily fill out the form if you wish. And the beauty of this process is that after you fill out the form, it will eventually go to our Bo secretary, and sometimes instead of saying behind our eyes, we just say Bo, B-O-E for short. And Marlene, whom you heard earlier on this call today, is our secretary. And she will send you additional information about our organization after you fill out that membership form online. And then you will also be connected with what we call a Bo BOE Bow Pilot, and that is an individual from our membership who will somewhat guide you through the first stage of learning more about our group and to the point where you're feeling more comfortable about participating in the various events and opportunities within our organization. We are a nonprofit organization. As I go through some information today, I'm going to share with you just very briefly the history of our organization as I tell you information about the core of our organization. We are a group that has grown so through the years, and in a little while, Joan is going to tell you about some of the newer branches of our organization, and then Annie will tell you about our absolute newest branch. But we began way back in 2005 when a gentleman from Florida, Sanford Rosenthal, first had the idea for a group of writers to come together, writers with disabilities, to share and grow in the writing craft. By March of 2006, 27 writers came together for the first of Sunday evening workshops or teleconferences. And I'm pleased to say that still today we meet every first Sunday and every third Sunday of the month at 8 o'clock Eastern Time by teleconference Although we are exploring and doing a little bit on Zoom, we are still doing teleconferences for most of the Sunday evening programs. Sometimes our own members will provide a program. Sometimes we will have a panel discussion. At other times, we'll have guest speakers. And 
that's always a very special time as well for our organization. Sometimes, as we will on February 6th, we have a critique session, and Marlene will be moderating that critique session. February 20th, we will have the editorial director of National Braille Press, and then in March, we have an administrative membership meeting, followed by on March 20th, our guest speaker is Kathy Schneider, who is a, really a person who's just done so very much in her lifetime in a variety of ways, but has a foundation through the Arizona State University and will be giving us a lot of information about writing awards that that foundation offers. So, And then in April, we have quite a celebration of National Poetry Month in a variety of ways. Now back to the history. Amazingly, after beginning in 2006, by Christmas, just a little before Christmas of 2007, those early members of Behind Our Eyes published the first of three anthologies. That first anthology was called Behind Our Eyes, Stories, Essays, and Poems. And that anthology, edited by Marilyn Brant Smith, who is still a vital part of our organization, is still available on BARD, on our Talking Book and Braille Library, National Library Service. And Kathy later is going to make that available in the show notes. This first anthology was narrated by Mimi Biederman on our talking books, and that first one included 27 contributing authors, and the reading time was 8 hours and 42 minutes. That book is also available in Braille through our talking book and Braille library. It is BR1743. And the DB number is 65632. The anthology, uh, that very first one, is also available on Bookshare, if any of you are patrons of Bookshare. Now, by the year 2008, the early members decided that they wanted to incorporate and so they did form a bylaws committee, drew up the bylaws, and formed a board with officers and such, and our organization was growing. By 2010, the second president, Bobby Lachance from Maine, brought forth the group with another idea for an online literary publication, Magnets and Ladders, and that still exists and is going strong today. From 2010 until 2013, Marilyn Brant Smith, who edited that first anthology, was also the editor of Magnets and Ladders. And from 2014 until this present day, Magnets and Ladders is edited by Mary Jo Lord, who is also editing our third anthology. And Magnets and Ladders, we have twice a year. It is spring-summer, and the due date for the spring-summer issue is February 15th, always. That's coming up very soon. We hope that you'll want to become a member, but non-members may also submit to Magnets and Ladders. And Kathy already has on the show notes 
The website is simply magnetsandladders.org. Magnets and Ladders is also a link on our general website, the BehindOurEyes.org website. You can find it that way also. You may submit one, two, or three pieces to Magnets and Ladders each issue, but this time we have something special going on, so this time you could actually submit up to five. For one time only, we have a special set of prizes for the Bonnie Bloss Memorial Book Review Contest. So please read the guidelines and find out all about that. But each issue, we offer prizes in three categories, fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. First place in each category is $30. Second place in each category is $20. We also give the distinction of honorable mention in each of those categories. So I hope you will read and enjoy Magnets and Ladders, but I hope you will also submit. Be sure to read the guidelines. And then where is Magnets and Ladders available? Well, it's of course available on the website, magnetsandladders.org. You can also subscribe to it free of charge by means of having it in your email box. It is also available free of charge on Cartridge, NLS Cartridge, from the Perkins Library. And another way, if you have Bookshare, you can find the prior issues of Magnets and Ladders and the current issue available on Bookshare. Now, in 2013, we had published our second anthology, Behind Our Eyes, A Second Look. And the editor was Kate Chamberlain, who is also still an active member of Behind Our Eyes. Instead of 27 authors, we grew to having 65 authors represented in this anthology. And the anthology grew also. This one is 11 hours and 5 minutes on BARD or through your talking book and Braille library. And this one has a very easy DB number to remember, 77772. And this anthology was narrated by Carol Dines. Some of you may be familiar with her on BARD. And this book is also available on Bookshare. I hope that many of you, if you have not already read Behind Our Eyes, A Second Look, will do so. And watch out. Sometime during this coming year will be our third anthology. We have celebrated our 10th anniversary with a very special recording that's available on our website. We have had a book fair, which is also available on our website. But I also do not want to forget to tell you about another core element of our organization before I turn this over to Joan, and that is our writer's party line. That is our email list. And we like to call it a low-traffic email list where we have the announcements about all our events that are transpiring in our organization. Our writers share information about writing, and our writers also post their stories, essays, poems, whatever they're writing with a 1,500-word limit on the Writers Party Line email list. Offline, our writers receive comments from fellow writers. So that's a very important part of our organization. Almost all of our members 
are writers who have been published in either an online publication, a journal, another literary journal, a magazine, newspaper, newsletter, whatever it may be. But many of our writers have published or self-published one to five books, and we are just so proud and so delighted that our membership is so well published, but everyone, whether you have very little experience or if you have, as some of our writers have published five books, everyone is welcome. And the only criteria, you are interested in writing and that you are a writer with a disability. You'll find so much more about Behind Our Eyes, our website. I certainly encourage you to check that out and find out how accessible it is. And we certainly thank Jason Smith for all of our technical assistance. Now I am delighted to turn over the microphone to my friend Joan Miles. Joan, as Kathy said, is the team leader for our Reader's Workshop, but she is also the author of three books of poetry. The first one was One with Willows. The second one was beautifully titled One Glittering Wing. And her most recent, real recent publication is One Goes to the Sea. Thank you. Thanks, Alice. And hello, everyone. It's so exciting to be here. And as Alice said, we represent members from across the U.S. and beyond. I live in Oregon and Alice is in the Midwest and Annie is in New York. So you can see that we represent as Behind Our Eyes members, a wide array of people and interests, but all of us are interested in writing. When I came to Behind Our Eyes, I had published my first book, but I was looking for something to be engaged in, a way to talk about writing and to get extra ideas and to feel support. And that's what Behind Our Eyes has brought to me. One of the aspects that I especially love about Behind Our Eyes is the small critique groups. Alice already mentioned that occasionally during our programming, we have larger group critiques of our work, but these three small groups give an added dimension of real focus to our writing. First two groups were created around 2016, and the third group a couple of years later. These are groups of five members. They meet monthly, and the members share their own writing each time and offer critique for the other members. This has been such a wonderful experience for me. I've been a part of Critique Group 2 for three or four years. I was invited to join when they had an opening, and I have received wonderful feedback. It's a friendly critique session, but that doesn't mean that we don't offer constructive feedback. I've had input about line length, titles, punctuation, and word choice. I mean, we really look at each other's writing and try to offer constructive help about how each other's pieces affect us as readers and how we might change them as writers. It's really a beneficial aspect of Behind Our Eyes. And then I had an idea. What would it be like if we could have a, a venue within Behind Our Eyes where we could read our work? 
kind of like an open mic, but for writers. With the help of a small group of writing friends, Anne Chapetta and Alice Massa, to start with, and Abby Taylor, we developed the Reader's Workshop. This is a monthly gathering on the conference line where writers come and read either poetry or fiction, a poem of up to 30 lines and a prose piece up to 300 words. And the idea is to just get practice reading aloud to gain confidence so that one can possibly go on to give a presentation elsewhere. This has been a great opportunity for readers like myself, a Braille reader, who came into this reading aloud venue a little bit nervous and maybe a little clumsy reading my own work. Some of the team members gave help at the beginning about their strategies for presentations, and we all learn from each other as we listen. It's been a great way to share our work, to gain confidence, and frankly, to make friends. All of these elements within Behind Our Eyes is a writing support, but it's also a, a way to meet other people, blind or disabled, who care about writing and who end up supporting each other as people living with disabilities. So I hope you'll check us out. And now I'm going to turn the microphone over to Annie, a dear friend and fellow writer. She has written several books of poetry, memoir, and fiction, and is very active on the board and among the other elements of Behind Our Eyes. Annie, take it away. So Alice, thank you for everything, Joan. Thank you for your introduction. It's always cool to hear someone else talk about who you are. Yeah. Anyway, I joined Behind Our Eyes because I was seeking the same thing that Joan had previously mentioned, mentioned a place where I could find support in other writers just to be, just who understood what it was like to, to want to write and create and some of the vicissitudes of the writing life and work them out. And I found that Behind Our Eyes is a really wonderful place for that. I also did not realize that we have a pretty large membership. I think Alice, what are we at? 101 people. That's wonderful. I mean, that's something to really be proud of. And we offer so much to people. We want writers to grow within our organization. We want you to grow personally and creatively. And I think that's one of the best things about Behind Our Eyes, having different ways to offer people the way to grow and create and promote your creativity. So we established a new program, and the program is called the Behind Our Eyes Book Launch, otherwise known as the BBL. We love acronyms. And it was established, I believe, in June 2021. Alice can correct me if that's not correct. We consider ourselves the book launch program, our creative springboard, and we assist authors with the tasks and skills necessary for a successful book launch. Authors are scheduled monthly via the Zoom conferencing platform. And being writers ourselves, having coordinated our own book launches and releases, we know writers often scramble around finding support during the book launch process. It can be confusing. It can be overwhelming. Finding the right kind of help and the right kind of advice is often very difficult. So we developed this program, the book launch program, to be that sought after advice. We are a large committee. Uh, we have 10 members. We have that many people because we do a lot. There's a lot in this book launch wheel. And I'll go over some of these things quickly before we get into questions. We have book launch coaches. So if you're an author and you have a book that you want to 
prepare for the book launch, we can match you up with a, a coach who's familiar with the genre your book is, whether it's poetry, fiction, nonfiction, whatever. So we try to match you up with a person who is knowledgeable with writing the genre and helping you find the right footing to promote your book. So other than being a partner and sounding board with a book coach, we can help you with practicing a reading. This had happened just recently with our first author, Carol Farnsworth, who practiced and her book launch was flawless. We have members who assist with the technical end, including Zoom coaching. So if you want, if an author, for instance, wanted to do this and was a little hesitant on um, coming on Zoom, we can practice with you, make you more comfortable and help out with certain things before the launch itself. And that would definitely help with reducing your anxiety during your book launch. It will help you relax more, focus more. You have the practice behind you and that will all help to be successful. We have people that can help interview and set up questions for you during your presentation. And your presentation can be whatever you want it to be. We want to make it clear that the, the people who want to request a book launch, it's, it's your ship and you steer it. We're just here to help you and be your support. So if you wanted to do, for instance, uh, a poetry reading of your poems in the first half and then have questions in the second half, um, you could do that. It's totally up to you. If you wanted to have an interview where someone is interviewing you and asking you about your writing, or if you even wanted to, for instance, have a third party, uh, someone else come in and read part of your book for you, for whatever reason, we could probably do that too. I know that for me personally, I can read my poetry, no problem, but long pieces of prose are very difficult to read my audible prompting process. So I may have somebody else come in and read my prose for me. So that would be an option. We offer an ever-growing resource list. And Alice often referred to behind our eyes as our tree and our programs as our branches. And I think this branch is going to grow a lot. So the resource list started out pretty small and we add to it over time. And we're hoping to continue to do so and find better ways to distribute that information to all our writers and behind our eyes. I mentioned previously, Carol Farnsworth was our first author to do the book launch on January 20th. It was very successful. We had over 33 people attended, including some international individuals uh, who knew Carol personally. And that was such a rewarding experience to hear so many people support an author like Carol who is so talented, and it was just a wonderful start to this program. So we have some other scheduled authors monthly, go over these very quickly. We have Abby Johnson-Taylor at February 3rd at 8 p.m., introducing her fiction book, My Grandma Doesn't Know Me. And then we have, of course, Joan Miles. One Goes to the Sea at March 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then we have Sally Rosenthal introducing her poetry book, Peonies in Winter, April 7th at 8 Eastern. And then we have Deanna Noriega, 50 Years of Walking with Friends. And that is May 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And that's it so far. But we're looking to fill up the, uh, the second half of 2022 with authors. The only prerequisite is that you become a member of Behind Our Eyes. So that's it for me. Thank you so much. We have time maybe for one or two questions here. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Al Argo, and I'm brand new to not only this podcast, but also new to Behind Our Eyes. 
Now, I'm a published author of eight books. My question is, number one, how long is your book launch process? And number two, at any time during the year, during our Sunday night meetings, uh, do you have any active agents who can come in? And, and the third question follow up is, how do we get a book coach? Who would like um, to answer that? We have not since I've been a member since August of 2012. I don't believe we've had an agent. And frankly, I'm not certain if we would have an agent as a guest speaker, but we're always looking for ideas for guest speakers. And if we could get one to come to our Sunday meetings, you know, we would certainly do that. So now I'll turn it over to you, Annie, to answer the other two questions. Okay, so book launch process, I guess it depends on the author, um, how prepared they are, how far out we would be scheduling the book launch itself. I would say a minimum of, of a month just to, to do what we need to do uh, in terms of getting to know you, having ha figuring out how you want to set up the presentation, whether you want an interview or not. And then also the promotional stuff, authors, we want uh, to be able to send out a flyer on time. We want to know what your social media links are. And when you get a coach, you will go over all of this with your coach and you make the decisions with, with your coach as a sounding board. How do we find the initial coach? So first you would have to join Behind Our Eyes as a member, and then you would have to request that you want to be part of the book launch. And then we, we would go from there. We do have an email address for that. Once you're a member, you're, you would have access to the email for being scheduled for the book mm -hmm. launch. And then you receive a form that you would fill out with all of your information about your book and your marketing thus far and so forth. You send that in, you're scheduled, and then we go from there. Thank you, Allison. Thank you so Thank much. You. Okay, sure. next question, I believe, is from Kim. Hello. Hi, everybody. I have a question. Do you have to be published in order to submit pieces to Magnets and Ladders or on your website? Do you have to be a published author? No. No. In order okay. to, if you are a member of Behind Our Eyes, as soon as you're a member, you may automatically send items through to the writer's party line. As far as the online literary publication, Magnets and Ladders, as I said earlier, you need not even be a member to submit to Magnets and Ladders. But we do have various committees that review the submissions and decide which ones will be published and as I said earlier which ones will receive prizes and honorable mention yeah okay where do you pick your choices for the behind our eyes books do any of your people that submit stuff they they get published in there the for the anthologies yeah there's one that is going to be out this year so we we are not seeking submissions currently for a new anthology because we'll work on marketing the one that's coming out later this year so we're not seeking right. any submissions now or in the near future for an anthology but in the past it's from our membership and from those who would also submit to Magnets and Ladders. Primarily, we do the writing of our members for the anthologies. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Thank you so much. 
So I wanted to ask this question. I think it's an important one for our podcast audience and also for our participants. And it'll probably be our last question. Could someone answer for me, based on your experience with Behind Our Eyes, what recommendations do you have for other virtual writing groups to help them be vibrant and continue their work? What have you learned? Just very briefly, one or two tips. This is Annie. Keep your critique group small and give each person a chance. I know oftentimes there are lurkers sometimes in critique groups that, you know, that like to give feedback, but don't often like to offer their work. I think there's a having a balance of exchange and also make sure your personality works with the people in the group itself. I think that's one of the things I've learned over many, many years of being in groups. Some groups just don't work for you. And it's okay to mm-hmm. say, okay, this isn't working. I, let me find somebody else. They find another group. Very um, good. And keeping them and small know, and manageable. Yeah. And I know, Annie, that you did a session this summer about what makes a good critique, maybe having recommendations or building consensus on what the critique group is looking for. Yes. Focus. It's yes. Good to have focus. focus. Anything else that folks would recommend from your perspective? Brings to mind is being genre specific. Maybe not having somebody who reads a piece of horror versus somebody who reads a poetry piece about the loss of their mom. Those two things are so opposite in in just emotional Mm -hmm. content that that can throw off the group's balance. So how'd that happen too? Absolutely. That's very good. Thank you. And I think also one of the guidelines for writing groups needs to always be providing constructive feedback, but doing it with kindness. I think that was a hallmark of the session that you did, Annie. Yeah. We want to build people up. Mm -hmm. I find our behind our eyes to be a very supportive community. I heard each of you mention that in your introductions to what drew you there. You find it supportive, a place that builds you up and people that are focused on improving their writing skills. And I think that's critically important for writing groups to be able to continue. Alice, do you have anything else that you want to add before we go into our closing session and give our writing prompt? I just again would like to welcome everyone who is interested to look at our website, behindoureyes.org. And if you are considering, please check out that membership form. We certainly welcome new members. As Annie said, our current roster has 101 members. 48 are thoroughly participating members, which is always good. That's what we want. People who are very active in the organization, willing to volunteer, willing to support fellow writers, and so forth. There are many people before I joined the group and people who are still there who have done so much to make this a vital and long-lasting organization. We appreciate all of those individuals and We all benefit from the hard work that they did to bring forth an organization like Behind Our Eyes. Kathy, again, thank you so much for letting us share our information today. Well, we greatly appreciate, I know Cheryl does too, but we greatly appreciate Behind Our Eyes. And we feel that in some small way, we're an extension of the community. I learned about Behind Our Eyes through Writing Works Wonders. So many members of Behind Our Eyes are part of the Writing Works Wonders larger community, 
and I heard about the great things that were happening, went and checked it out. And I really enjoy the Sunday night programs and the different events that happen and the email list, which is called the writing party line. So I can honestly encourage people to participate and check out if it meets their needs. Okay, what we're all waiting for at the end of the show, the next week's writing prompt. This is a little bit longer, so you might have to check the website, but I'm going to repeat it twice for you for next week. In 60 words or less, finish this scene. As I walked into the dark garage, I heard a door slam and feet running down the pavement. In 60 words or less, finish the scene. As I walked into the dark garage, I heard a door slam and feet running down the pavement. Thank you everyone for making this another exciting episode and a big thank you to our guests from behind our eyes, Alice, Annie and Joan for spending time with us. Don't miss next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. We have the award-winning author, Reese Bowen, joining us. You might know her through her popular series of novels, such as the Royal Spinus series, or the Molly Murphy series, or the Constable Evans series. But she's also written several freestanding novels, such as In Fairly Field. And if you search BARD or NLS, you will find no less than 40 entries there. Reese Bowen next week, the master of mystery on Writing Works Wonders. And February 11th, you've been waiting for it, the first round robin of 2022. Break up the midwinter time with a round robin. Be sure to visit writingworkswonders.com. It's time for our Zoom participants to read writing prompt responses. Our prompt for this week was write up to 50 words using these words, huggable, mustard, whistle, and then you get a choice of wolf moon or wolf man. Marlene. Go ahead. Hot dog. My huggable pooch, head cocked, listened as a coyote howled at the moon. Both our heads turned when my grilling hot dogs whistled on the barbecue. Both anticipated the taste with mustard and sweet relish nestled in the toasted bun. Mmm, he barked agreement and. Thank you, Marlene. Welcome. And you have a phone number, 201 area code. Hi, I'm Lisa G. Mine is, my guide dog was so huggable while he sat in front of me as we viewed the wolf moon rising over the horizon. Ravi licked the mustard I inadvertently spilled from my jacket from lunch. A man walked by whistling with delight as the moon reappeared from a cloud. Excellent. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Marcia Summers. Go ahead, Marcia. Mustard. What could one ever say about mustard? I have only associations. There is Dijon, horseradish, and yellow. In using writing work prompts, it makes you want to research. There's a Bible verse about having the faith of a mustard seed. I guess it's really small, but what does faith mean? And that's the end. 
Very good. Yes, mm. these can go in all sorts of directions. Thank that's, you, Marcia. That's what makes this fun, I think. But you know, over Christmas, you had given us a prompt, and I had so many of them. It was about junk, and I wanted to read one, but and it, it goes, we moved into a Victorian mansion. Many antiques were within. My eyes filled with wonder at such artifacts still in the world. It was the smell and touch of years gone by, and I wished that they could tell me of the people they served. Excellent. You know, if folks don't have a chance to read their prompt response online, you can always email them to us at info at writingworkswonders.com, and we'll post them online if you don't mind, or just enjoy them ourselves. And you can also call our phone number and read it there, and we'll transcribe it and post it for you. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your writing with us. Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today. Then you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to the technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. Thank you.